Yo, before we get into the next advertisement, make sure you go and check out Climb. It's the most recent music single release from yours truly, name tag Alexander, produced by Black Beethoven. It's available right now across all digital platforms where you can stream and or download music. The single will be featured on my next project that will be entirely produced by Black Beethoven. Shout out to the big bro. And not to forget, if you listen to Climb on Spotify, take a little time to hit the follow button on the name tag Alexander profile. Add Climb to your playlist if you think it's dope. And then later on, vibe out to some of those curated playlists I've included on the profile. But that's it. Uh, next ad before we get into the podcast. The Leading Be Legendary podcast is brought to you by the College of Hip Hop, the first and only entertainment education app found in the app stores out of one billion apps. It's a one-of-a-kind resource guide with links to all information discussed in lessons. Download the College of Hip Hop app today, which is available across all app platforms for free to hear an exclusive seminar by No Malice, formerly of the clips, entitled Lifestyles of an Artist. See, the way I see it, if you're an independent artist, right? Let's say you got the talent, but you don't necessarily understand the business side of things, what type of deals you probably sign, the best lucrative deal for you. Or you might have family members or friends that's interested in helping you, you know, guide you through your career, but they don't necessarily understand the business side of things. This is definitely the app for you. I say it every time, every day at school, why not educate yourself and download this app? The College of Hip Hop is a premier learning platform for entertainment education. It's a must-have free app for anyone and everyone who knows somebody looking to learn the business side of the arts and entertainment industries. Very easy to navigate and it features exclusive interviews from industry heavyweights such as Windy Day, Master P, music blogs, audio seminars on topics ranging from copyrights, publishing, encoding, marketing, and many more subjects. The College of Hip Hop features a resource guide with helpful links to publishing forms, contracts, and lots of more helpful items. Created by AJ and SJ Jackson, young entrepreneurs that saw a void in the arts and entertainment industry. Their goal is to make arts and entertainment industry simple for everyone interested. Download, rate, review, and share the College of Hip Hop app. If you learn something from the app, suggest it to one of your friends who want to be educated in the entertainment field. Screenshot your rating, review, post it, and tag at the College Hip Hop and at TCOHH app to enter for a chance to win an autographed copy of the book, 10 Steps to Profit from Your Passion. Now let's start the show. Alright, check it out y'all. We tuned in to another episode of the Label Podcast, aka Need Be Legendary Podcast. I'm your host, Name Tag. We're gonna jump right into it. Y'all already know what our social media handles is. It's gonna be the link that's within the description. But we got a special guest, a very, very special guest. Um, I look at her as one of the sisters to me on the Detroit scene when it comes to music, just art in general. But Miss Corona, we got her on the other line. Let them know where you at. What up, though? I just woke up. He called me in a nap. I definitely did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Them afternoon naps be like the truth, though. Like, you could have one and be slept for like about 15 minutes. It felt like you're going to got a good eight hours in. Right, right, right. Definitely, yeah. But it wasn't that long. But you know, it was good, it was a good night. Shit, we gonna get into it. I, I I told you I had to write down a few things I wanted to cover because I didn't want to wing it. I hate freestyling sometimes with the podcast and it just kind of be everywhere. But um, right. I mean, before we jump into, it, I mean, well, we, no, we gonna jump right into it actually. 
just let people know like what's going on with you nowadays. Like what what's the situation with Miss Corona? Oh man, well, you know, right now I'm just uh I'm I done dive deep into the visual aspect of things. So, you know, I'm doing a photography, I'm doing uh videography work, you know, just being a student right now. So What's I'm so, getting some good work in. I'm getting some good work out there. Bet, because what, what's so dope about that is I remember, like, a couple years back when we talked, you were speaking on this, like, before it even happened. This one, you were still, like, you yeah. know, giving niggas the bars. And I'm like, okay, I I saw it before <laughs> then. And you were saying, like, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, like, how to, you know, just kind of laying the foundation of it. And then to see it happen, I was like, man, I was happy because it's always good to see, like, you know, I'm an MC like you, so it's always good to see us step outside of that box to go, right. you know, mess around and create other content. Because at the end of the day, an artist is an artist. You know what I'm saying? How did right, you right. How did you go about making that transition from MCing to just getting into photography and, you know, in the videos? Well, um, initially, you know, it, it was a struggle for me because I fought it, you know what I mean, for what re- whatever reason. I don't, I don't know. I felt like, you know... Um, I, I think like internally, I felt like, well, if I didn't give music a hundred percent of myself, then I was like cheating. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was like, I've, I've been in this relationship with music every since the adolescence. So, um, just, you know, growing up and growing into the woman that I am now was just like, I never really wanted people to know that I was doing photography and I had been shooting for, for some years. Right. But I would like do it on the low and be like, yeah, don't tell nobody I took these pictures. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't um, put my name but on now it. Is, 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 that's the focus right now. Um, but after I came back off tour, was solidified that, you know, I was going to really be making it a full transition was after Finale and I came back from France, um, being over there for two months, it was just, to be totally honest, it was such a struggle to get production and and things for the album that I was working on. Right. And I had been working on the album for, I think, around that time it was maybe nearing three years. And I, and I hadn't, you know, gotten any tracks or anything from anybody for almost a year. And I was just like, I'm fed up. Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I def- you know what I mean? No, I, I hope we cuss on here. Yeah, but, hell, yeah, um, we can, hell yeah, we can fucking but cuss. That was, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was the mind state that I was in. I was just like, you know, for people to consider me to be a legend or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really didn't understand. I couldn't wrap myself around it. And then, like, right at the point where I was like, yo, I'm, I think I'm walking away from, from music. I had told myself before I told anybody. Right. And then people start, like, you know, newer cats that I'd never heard of would send, send me tracks. Some of them were dope. Some of them weren't so dope, you know. But right. I really appreciated that they took that leap and, and was like, yo, man, I want to, I just started out. making beats. I want to sing some stuff. And, you know, even if you listen and give me critique. But, you know, I had fell into a, 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 a depression for a minute because I had it recorded. Like I said, music was my end all be all like for years ever since I was 12 you know like that's all I fucking did right and um to not do that consistently for almost a full year I was just like stuck you Damn, know and year? then I was I was stare the camera would be the camera bag would be staring at me bro and I'd be <laughs> like <laughs> you know looking at it like man 
So my sister Nico Red actually made the made the suggestion one day. I was just like really, really, really in a rut, and she was like, "Yo, it's two things that you love and get excited about. That's riding your bike. You know, I got this. I got this little road bike. It's not a motorcycle. It's a real." You know what I'm saying? A, a bike, like a 10-speed, 12-speed. So she's like riding your bike, going, you know, and, and taking photos. Like ride your bike down to the water and, and take pictures. And that whole day I did that, you know, and I was Felt alive. And I was just like talking to the creator. And, and I heard the universe telling me, like, this was what I was about to embark on. And I've been doing it ever since. So That's deep because I always you know. wanted to know, like, that's what this podcast is for too. Like when I get people that I that I fuck with on here, it's like to tell your story, like unleash, let people know like what was going on. Cause I always wanted to know myself, like I seen the transition, but I always wanted to know like how did it come about? I saw you go on tour, like mm -hmm. y'all posted the pics. I'm like, she going on tour? Y'all was in France, right? Yeah, yeah, we okay. was over there for two little over two months. And that's where I see I seen it happen then. I'm like Damn, she going to France? I'm like, this shit about to pop. Like, she really, you know, they fuck right. with us heavy over there. Hey, I was feeling the same way, bro. <laughs> and then you came back, and then it just was like, I see. I saw you put out one track. I think it might have happened before y'all left, or it might have came after, but you put out the love joint. And I was like, damn, I fucked yeah, yeah. with this. And then afterward, it was just like a complete stop. And I was like, what's going on? Uh, you know what? She got something big coming. But then it just went from, mm. after that, it was just flat-out photography. And I'm like... This is it right here. I, I get it. I understood it because, yeah. like you, trust me, I go through them struggles, and I'm like, it comes to them times where you just feel like, man, I don't feel like doing this. Even though we so passionate about it with the music, we're going to always love it, but I have my struggles right. consistent. It's like, I really don't feel like doing this. Like, I'm doing podcasting now. I would have never guessed that this would be the... um the second thing that I would like doing. I didn't know I would like this as much as I like doing music. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. it, yeah, the same same thing with the you know with the photography and videography. I was like, yo, I never thought that I would love something as much as I love music. But you know, once I really started embracing it more, I just realized that I never allowed myself to because mm -hmm. I figured that, hey man, if I ain't giving a hundred and ten percent and putting my all into this music, then I'm just like, I'm cheating myself. I'm cheating the game. I'm cheating cheating the people who you know, have Investment. become my supporters, yeah. you know, over the years. Um, but a lot of people are embracing me. And, and, you know, surprisingly, like I had my, I had bought camera equipment maybe about uh, four years before I even really dove into it deeply. I remember as deep as I am like now. That. And I would reach out to Cass like, yo, man, I got, I got this dope camera. Let me shoot some stuff for you. I don't want to charge you. I just want to do it for free. And people be like, okay, yeah, bet. Let's do it. And I never hear from them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. So yeah, that can now be aggravating. my client list comes from folks who initially didn't even know until after I shot them that I was, the chick from eight mile they'd be like why you ain't tell me <laughs> like was i <laughs> you supposed was, to you like... was vanessa when you were shooting my pictures i'm like we that that's like i'm just gonna say that like, right like hey yeah listen, i want to shoot like your... like you know i was an eight like what's the fuck who does that like, oh i forgot to mention <laughs> i meant to tell you i was vanessa in eight mile <laughs> remember nasty ass right. food i'm in the nasty you know, remember, like... <laughs> man yeah so you know it, it was it was a um it was like a late start out the gate for people, you know, for me to really, like, put it out there. Um, but 
nihilists out there. And some folks really didn't take me serious when I said I was stepping away from the music. But I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, you know, and then I had a whole bunch of people who tried to, you know, persuade me not to not to stop doing music. And I'm like, man, listen, I'm happy. You right, know, exactly. if I decide to go back, it's going to be because my heart and soul is aligned with doing that and not just because these 10 people who probably never came to a Corona show ever it's like, it's <laughs> telling like, me to do music. It's like, almost like it's no. the thing to say. Like, they hear you. Oh, I don't want to do this no more. No, you got to. You need to do this. Right. Like, oh, all right. man. So now what? so dope. <laughs> you too, Cole. The game needs you. I'll be like, thank you. And, and most people, I really, I, I really believe 99% of the people who are saying this are sincere, and I know that they're genuine about it because I, I know a lot, you know, I know a lot of the people who have supported me over the years personally right. now. So I know that they're sincere, but I'm like, man, the game needs me there. I mean, hey, I couldn't tell for that right. whole year when I <laughs> Couldn't get no beats. Yeah, that's <laughs> <So> wild. Like, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, that's, but, that's, that's yeah. Crazy. It is what it is, and there's no hard feelings towards any of the producers that I reached out to during that time frame trying to work on the projects. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have any gripes or forms towards anybody. I just be like, hey, man. You know, it's still love. I still embrace it with the same love. We still chop it up. Now right. it's just. You know, it don't affect. I might come to your event and shoot some yeah, pictures, like exactly. It it's like it, it don't affect the relationship. It's just, hey, I ain't doing music no more, you know. But I do right, this though. Right. You know, fuck with me here, you know what I'm saying? So, right. And, and that's what I was gonna ask you about too. You just mentioned the shows because you used to, uh, you used to do a lot of events where you were host. Like, what happened with that? Because I remember you used to do the, uh, the sleepover. Like, what happened with those type of events? Well, you know, the, the sleepover is an event that I created. Um, solely to showcase artists that I felt were being overlooked because, you know, I, I know how I felt. You know what I right. mean? I wasn't always in a position where people looked at me as being the the, the, the individual that they're trying to convince not to stop doing music. You know what I mean? Like right. people really, it took a minute for them to embrace me and give me the respect that I deserve. And I really felt like cats like yourself and Nolan and, you know, because I think, I, I, I really believe, like, one of my showcase was one of the first showcases where a lot of the legendary cats took notice to who Nolan was. And I would tell them, they looking at the flyer, they're like, who is these cats? I don't know these cats. You know what I mean? I have all the, the upcoming MCs right. that I just probably saw rocking the Bullfrog show or you know, uh, another open mic, and I'm like, man, there's like 10 people here. More people should see them. And I put them on the, on the show with Guilty or Marv or, you know what I mean? That's like, how it's supposed um, to work. That's and people up. was wondering, like, why are you putting these individuals on here? And I'm saying is, you know, star and name tag and Marv one. Like, what, what, why you ain't, why me? Why you don't? You know what I'm saying? And they they didn't understand that until they saw the show and they saw what it was about. And it yeah. was all about, you know, a showcase of artists who people didn't know anything about. Right. And also, you know, putting people on the same bill that wasn't necessarily aligned in these same clicks. Because, you know, you from the D, Detroit can be really Definitely. clicky. Man, so I would put a, a, a hard, you know, a, a hardcore hood nigga from the east side on there with the most backpacking this rapper, mm -hmm. you know, a dope group, a sweet R&B singer, a left field pop singer. Like, I remember getting my homeboy Tunde Olanaran on the show, 
And Cat for initially when he came out was like, Yo, like what this is weird. Who is this? But by the end of the show was blown the fuck away and has been supporting him ever since. And and that's what I loved about that show, but you know, it, it started getting to the point where people I felt like people didn't really appreciate you know what was going on well, i think they kind of took it as as it being just another open mic when i was reaching out and grabbing folks that were still a and earn and doing you know working at labels to come out and check it out i think like the first and second show like even freeway came and he was so inspired he ended up asking me like yo man let me let me let me do a song or two <clears throat> and um linked up with a couple cats that night and and you know like work with them on some stuff but he was already working with mo dirty yeah, and, yeah. and mars and um and chains so you know it was just like i mean a lot of th- a lot of great things and relationships came from it so i'm i'm happy about that but i had to step away from it because it, i didn't i didn't think that people was really push i was going harder for cats than they were for themselves, for themselves yeah that's, and i that's... was like man i could i could really like put that energy behind my own yeah, self exactly. but i was campaigning for cats i felt like a manager at, yeah at point. i'm like, like if you, nah, i feel like because i'm always yeah, like if, nah. if, if i believe in you more than you believe in you then that's a problem you man know what I'm Man, I felt like that Tyra Banks episode when she was about, when she started crying. We were over, rooting for you. You know what I mean? Like, we were all rooting for you. you. Like that's <laughs> that's how I was. Yeah, but you know, people have been asking me to bring it back, and you know what I mean. Like finding the right venue, it, it's always been in the back of my mind since since I um, stopped doing it. But finding the right venue is is important to me, and as of right now, I have not found the right venue to do it at. And um, yeah, we need. I that believe. I believe also it's about timing. So yeah. you know, when the right time comes, then the right venue doors will open, and and exactly. then it'll happen. You know, I don't like forcing things. Yeah, because it is needed in the city, but it got to be organic. You can't force it. And that kind of right. being that you like you say was kind of ushering in like newer artists that people may not have been too familiar with. Just you know, what I'm saying a lot of the younger artists. Like, how do you feel? What's your current take on like just current rap today don't have to be commercial necessarily but just in general like newer artists uh are you just are you talking about like across the board locally or you know what i mean like what either or i I was gonna refer to like the you know the cats on that you might hear on radio that you do hear on radio probably just some of the cats that's more popular on the independent scene but it it could be local too okay uh well, well to be to be totally honest with you some some of it I like, you know, and then some mm-hmm. of it I don't like. And I think sometimes people, you know, like right now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this one artist because a lot of people go hard on it. has been going hard on this on this young brother um, for a couple weeks. This little Uzi Vert guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's a song or two of his that I like. But then this new single that he has about all my friends are dead, like with the with the Actual, the, um, the rate of suicide that these and these young kids that are I really don't like that song. You know what I mean? I can't grasp it. I don't want my son listening to it. Right. I don't. I don't like it. You know, the whole vibe of it is super dark to me. Although it's hype and it has people. Turned up, nah. That message, mm-mm, I, I don't think, like that. I think you it's know? really because of how you I perform think he's it. Missed, 
Go ahead. I was gonna say I didn't want to cut you, but I was gonna say I think it's hype just because of how he performed it. Because I listened to it, I'm like, this is a dark ass song. Like, ain't nothing energetic yeah. about this. Like, <laughs> it bring you down. It's like, so yeah. heavy, bro. It's so heavy. And and you know, of course, it's, it's you know you don't want to avoid the topic of suicide, but that seems to me personally, that song seems to glorify it. Yeah. And I don't want that to be glorified you right. know what i mean like no i don't i don't want nah mm-mm. um but then on the other like i said it's a, it's a few of his songs that are vibey and i like and i'm like okay um and then i think that he's misunderstood because he he feels like he's a rock star and the way he dresses some people yeah. are automatically turned off by the way he dresses so they're not going to give his music a chance yeah. but i have given some of his music a chance and you know again like that one song that new single that's blowing up the charts right now nah that won't get no play and it's crazy that me. that's the one <laughs> i'm like this the one that they really like that's crazy Man, that's super crazy, bro. But you know, then again, it was all it was. He said one of his one of his idols was Marilyn Manson. You know mm. what I mean? And Marilyn Manson was dark, and he had songs reminiscent of that. You know what I mean? But he's just not a rapper. Oh, that probably ruffles some hip hop. So that's heads the only feathers. difference. I'm pretty sure that ruffled you know? a lot of feathers with hip hop heads. Like what? Your inspiration ain't Tupac and ain't Biggie, like you know, right, 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 right. But you know, he he says he's a rock star. He's yeah. a rock star, but he just happens to rap. His outlet is a rapper as a right. rock star. I don't know, you know. Hey. Now, just Whatever. just to kind of, because uh, like you mentioned earlier, we we kind of joked about it. Like he was like with the uh, them saying you ain't mentioning that you was an eight mile. Because I'm pretty sure people want to know. I don't even know how it happened. Like. How did that role come about? Like the eight mile, uh, your scene as Vanessa in there. Man, it was it was really really crazy how it happened. Because um, this this story is always you know this is always act. People ask me in the streets. Just yesterday, I was I was chopping it up um, with uh, Chains and Nolan and Ninja. We were taking a listen to uh, his best friend A Minus's album, which is going to be really dope, by the way. Oh, um, right. No, that's the one with Chains, right? And they right? asked me to sit. This, this, can you hear me? Yeah, you said that's the one with Chains, the you one that A-Minus doing? Yeah, but yeah, Chains, Chains produced the whole album. The only person that I recognized that was on the album was Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, but they asked me the question, and um, and it was weird how it came about because we were like, I was at the, the Lush Lounge when the Lush was popping. And so I stepped off stage, and this dude, he had, this black dude, he had long threads, and he approached me and he gave me he gave me this card he's like hey my name is eric eric jackson and i'm a casting director and uh here's my card i want you to call me and you know you'd be perfect for this movie i'm working on now you know we are detroiters we skeptical i'm like right. no fucking casting directors and no black casting directors in detroit like what, what are you trying to put me in a porno movie like what <laughs> the only cat and, and this is my in my mind frame because the only casting director that i ever met face to face was my homeboy, Sean P. And Sean P. used to shoot porn. He used to direct porn. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So this was in my mind. Like, And I met Sean P. when I was young at uh, one of the Impact seminars, but neither here nor there. So I never called my man, so I, I ran into him again at St. Andrews. And there was like a bunch of older white people there at a few other open mics. I'm like, why is all these old white people here? Like, what's going on? So next thing you know, I go to Chicago, come back, get a call. Um, no, I saw on the news that M was doing a movie. 
Uh-huh. And they were going to be doing auditions at the Wired Frog, which was on Gratiot in like between nine, eight and nine miles. So I'm like, I got to go. But my homeboy, Cobb, may he rest in peace, he called me that night. He like, you got to be at the, to be out with the, uh, the hotel, the Omni. It was the Omni Riverfront at the time, which is, uh, they they changed the name of it. it it's black on right now, but the hotel right by the river. Uh-huh. He's like, you got to be there in the morning. They doing this audition for Abe. I'm like, no, they doing it at the, at the Wire Frog. I got to be there. He's like, trust me, these people been looking for you. They called me, asked me about you. That's where you need to be. So I went did the audition, and you know the rest is history. But man, it was so crazy because the, the lady who was the main casting director, because Eric Jackson, I still am in contact with him. He he was under her, but her name was Molly Finn, and may she rest in peace. But the whole time she was filming me for the audition, she was like bagging away with the camera. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking I'm scaring the shit out of her because you know she's an older white lady. I'm like. Man, I'm like, damn, in my mind, I'm still rapping. I'm like, damn, I'm scaring the shit out of this old white lady. But after she was done, she was like, oh, my God, you were fucking fantastic. We're there going to love you. And then they called me and told me I had to part, and I was like, yes. But I kept it a secret for so long. (laughs) I'm going to watch 8 Mile later. Nah, it just made the role that much more monumental. Because that's a monumental (laughs) movie. That scene right there alone is just like, damn, because everybody that... You know, where the day job probably feel that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't lunch. I mean, I'm sick of this shit. So it just evoked all that emotion. So, yeah, I might have to go back and watch it now just because of that. <laughs> just because no, I know the story now. Man. That is so funny, man. It, 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 it's just hilarious that uh, one time, look, one time I was, um, I was at the mall, right? Uh-huh. So I'm at the food court. And I just hear this dude in the back. He didn't even know. First of all, he didn't even know I was there because I had just walked up. And I hear a dude like, nasty-ass food. I'm in a nasty-ass mood. <laughs> so, like, five minutes later, I'm sitting I'm cracking the fuck up. I'm sitting there. And so this was at Charlie's at Northland. And, uh, and so I'm sitting there, and he comes from the back, and he was like, Oh shit! Like he shot. He was like, "Yo, yo, you oh you heard you old oh, girl." I'm just dying laughing at my homeboy. Like, yeah, man, we heard you. Uh, just spit the lies and shit. It, it was so funny, That's bro. Crazy. I was like, man, that shit is. He was like, man, it happens to you all the time. Though. I'm like, no, I don't. But that was funny. As <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Now you said that you know, obviously, you pretty much saying and made it clear that listen, you know, I got a love for you know shooting visuals now music i got a passion for my question is and this from artist to artist at some point will we eventually get more corona music um not even it don't even got to be an album like even if single i I, I won't say no Uh, actually uh dj butter just reached out to me the other day about Uh doing a song and he sent me a beat and i'm i gotta go record the verse this weekend but um you know, people have been reaching out, and I'm, you know, he's the first person mm-hmm. that has actually sent me a beat since I said I retired that I've really sat down and fucking wrote a verse for. Because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not in the mind frame. I'm not in the space. And, and you know, it wasn't even that, it wasn't even that I just was saying, no, I couldn't do it. Like, I really couldn't do it. I just couldn't even think of shit to write. I was like, I don't, I'm not in that space creatively you know the right rhymes like i didn't even know what happened i thought like that's why i was i 
think that was partially why I was depressed. I'm like, I never been like this. Like I've had writer's block here or there. It damn near felt but like you I lost you, a superpower like or something. I was like a dry well, bro. I felt like somebody zapped all my. I feel like Michael Jordan and Space Jam yeah. like zapped all my damn powers out of. Me. Like, exactly, that's what I was saying. It's like a superpower that gets taken from you or something. It ain't. It ain't left all the way. It's just like a, a drought, <laughs> damn near. Yeah, you know. But but my best friend Invincible said said um, some of the realest shit ever was just like, yo man, you you've been rhyming since you was like twelve, and you went on tour and was gone. You went first. First we went over over there and wrote this album in seven days. Uh-huh. We recorded it, you know what I mean, in that same seven days, and then turned right back around and toured it for a little over two months. And, and Invincible was just like, yo, man, like, you probably just need a break. You need to recharge. Yeah. Like, You know what I mean? Like, I've been I've been 100% independent pretty much my whole career. You know, I put out my, my two albums, Injection and Dope Music, right. by myself, you know, with the help of my producer, Chains, and, um, and it, it's just it's, it's taking a toll, you know, like all of that and just trying to shop projects to get distribution and, you know, no doors opening right. and, you know what I mean? Like not getting production and doing this and doing that. And I just, you know, and I think that Invincible said the really shit like, yo, you just probably just need a minute to recharge. Damn. Like you ain't took a break from music since you was 12. Damn. And I was like, damn, I have not taken a break from music since I was 12. Like, I kind of needed really. to hear that because I, I guess, like, even with me, like I said, I, I definitely understand it being a, a songwriter as well, such as yourself. So it's like, I never looked at it that way. Like, damn, I've been doing it for a long time. Because, like I said, I sit there and like, why the fuck can I write nothing? Like, damn, I... Mm-hmm. But then I'll be looking back at my catalog, like, at the years when they came out and everything is basically back-to-back. So it's like... I was like, damn, it's consistent. That's cool. It's dope. I'm like, but it could be better. And I'm like, I don't want to keep right. forcing it. So I just, I was like, sometimes you just kind of got to take a break. So I just try to do shit. I always tell people like, man, I got to be human today. And I just do shit like mm-hmm. watch some movies or something that I want to catch up on or just go outside and chill or something to just do something that's like normal as opposed to just sitting there trying to fucking write a song. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Right. Right. Yeah, man, because, like, realistically speaking, you know what I mean? I mean, just going back to that, to, to you know, just hearing hearing the words that Invisible was saying, like, you know, from, from just imagine from the age of 12, you know, you, you adapting this persona and you living this persona day yep. in and day out. Like, you know, I, I was just telling uh, my homegirls, we went out for uh, pizza and drinks last night. I'm like, man, up until, like, five years ago, people didn't even know my real name until, like, my last serious relationship and just being out, you know, right. with the person I was involved with. And then people hearing her like, Hey, and saying my real name. They like, who the fuck is, who the fuck is that? I'm like, that, Oh, that's me. And they like, that's your name. I'm like, yes, that's, that's my name. I have a real name. <laughs> um, so, you know, like living as a MC, a rapper day in and day out, when we say, you know, you live this hip hop shit. It's it's not a lie. Like I lived and breathed it. Woke up every day, wrote rhymes, went to the studio, go perform, go do whatever. Go, you know what I mean? The same thing every day. And yeah. now it's like it's really a breath of fresh air to not have to depend on a producer to give me tracks to help create 
yeah. the vibe of you, a, you know what I mean? Create, like the, you create your I feel own like content. The photographs and something. I don't need nobody to to do that. I, if if I have a subject to shoot, then that makes it even greater. But if I just want to go shoot some stuff, I can just go photograph nature or you know, man, that's whatever. so dope. <laughs> Just hearing that, that's Grab like a dope. Off the street, you and know then, what I'm saying? And then shout out to Invincible for like dropping the jewels there, cause like it's that definitely just hit me, and I'm just kind of thinking like, damn man, you know it's okay to kind of pull back just a little bit. I ain't saying that I'm just gonna yeah. be like fuck it all together, but sometimes you kind of gotta have them them break points to where it's just just to kind of like you say just recharge, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's dope. I might have to reach out to her and actually get her on an episode now that I think about it. I'm trying to get all my. My well, 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 before, well, before you do that, you know what I'm saying, for all the folks that are Invincible friends, just, just know that Invincible is non-gender conforming, so, you know, the, uh, can't, can't say she because, you know, that's not the pronoun, the proper pronoun. Oh, I'm hip. I'm hip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hip. Not, not, I know about yeah, yeah. I'm hip. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, but... But it, it, that'll be dope, you know what I mean? Because that that's also um, one of the one of the main people that have been my biggest supporters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you know, my mom is like number one, but you know, what I'm saying like that that's been my best friend for man about 15 years now. So as well as finale, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, about to say they, my siblings right there. They're it's huge beyond supporters. music, and you know, it, it change too, like. It's a that's a family that it, it's unbreakable. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people, when you tell them like, "Hey, man, I'm walking away from doing what they know you for doing all this," then they they go on about their business too. Like their life goes on, and mm-hmm. you might fall out of contact with people. And some folks have disappeared that I used to know just by doing music. They don't see me like that no more. You know what I mean? Right. So. I don't hear from them. They don't hit me up to check and say, hey, what's up? How you doing? But those individuals that I just named, they do that. They be like, yo, what's good? How you doing? Yeah. yeah you know, I, I hey, here's a, here's a lead on a job. Here's a person who might want to get photographs done. Here's a, you know what I mean? Right. Like, this is an event. They looking for a host. I'm like, okay, dope. Like, I think you so, so dope for that, great. too. I always said that, man, Corona, like, I like when you host shows because, like, your personality just kind of, like, just bleeds through. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, I, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I just remember that. means a lot. No, I'm serious because I remember that, like, from the party when you would always do the birthday parties in September and then, like, you know, the sleepover show. Because I'm like, man, her personality just bleeds through. She's very dope at that. And then here we have photography, too. Obviously, we know you dope at spitting, too, but there's photography now. So it's like it's a... Like a, a three-headed monster, pretty much. Actually, man, thank you. Now I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get my videography skills up. Like you know, I shot, I shot my first official music video for my homie, um, Sassy Black, and, and my sister Nico Red last year. But Word. you know, I've been reached out to folks trying to get more visual work done, and you know what I mean. It's cool. I know that people want to. They they reach out to. They tend to gravitate to folks that they know have a resume, and they have good work standing behind them. But you know what I mean. Like I got quality work too. They just don't. They just don't know it because they haven't really given it a chance. But it'll it'll come soon. So. Oh no! Well, you and I gonna talk. Look out for that. <laughs> you and I gonna talk. I got a. I got like uh, three EPs worth of material. So we are gonna be talking. Ah. <laughs> when it comes okay. to videos. All right. So yeah. All right. 
I might even um sing you. I'm gonna sing you the single, the next single that we come because I know the rest on that mix. I'm gonna sing you this new single that I'm gonna uh, be releasing soon. Probably, damn, we in June already, okay. so probably this month. I'll to you today, okay. so... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a huge chance that I might end up um, doing some vi videography work behind uh, one of the singles to Finale and Fail Sweetenberg's new project that's dropping okay. next month. So I don't I don't know. You know, I'm waiting on their label. They reached out to me to see um, what's up. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Some people just be fishing, I think. But... Mm -hmm. um, Either way it goes, that's my brother. I'm going to be there to support. I'm also going to be at the record release party July 13th at Marvel Bar Performing. So that's an opportunity for people who haven't seen me rock in a while to uh, come and check it out. Yeah. And they get to hear some of the songs that was intended on coming out on the album that never was going to come out. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, there it is. I like I said. I felt I thought it was very important for me to reach out. I've been telling people. I said, man, I've been putting it to the side. I gotta get her, whether it's a phone call or if we meet in person. I gotta get her on the you know the podcast just so she can speak and let people know. Because a lot of people in your network are in my network, so I thought it would be dope just for you to even get that out there. And then for new listeners too that may have not been familiar with what you had going on as far as you right. making that transition. Because people that probably knew they probably just think oh yeah she rap or whatever it's like nah nah she it's bigger than that you know what i'm saying so y'all hopefully people tune in they get to listen and hear like your story so let them know yeah, well, I, I really appreciate that you know um and also you know i'm still doing i'm still doing the acting thing i'll be in this uh, in a, hey. a new movie coming out sometime this year um it's called detroit diamond and uh you know so shout out to the whole cast and crew involved in that i don't know the release date for the for that movie but uh there's also some other things in the works where i might be in front of the camera and behind the camera tight so yeah you know let's I'm, go I'm let's working, get it going. But it's not it's not what people in in the capacity that people are used to right um but i'm i'm out there so be on the lookout for trigger finger visuals that's me and uh yeah, so let them know where you at on social media, like as far as like for Miss Corona and then also for Trigger uh, Finger too. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Um, so I have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is at Miss Corona M I Z K O R O N A, and then I have a Facebook and Instagram page for Trigger Finger Visuals. You know, is spelled the way that it is for now. T R I G G E R F I N G R F I S U A L S trigger finger visuals. Um, so, you know, check me out, man. If you need some photos, if you need some promo videography work, you know what I mean? Like holler at me. So let's get it. Shout out to and shout out to my sister Monica Blair, because I, I filmed some stuff from, um, her last show here in Detroit from middle finger to cancer. And, um, she's been, she's been doing some slow leaks of, of that videography work that I did for her, but uh, yeah, shout out to her and, and also an Collective Peace, because I'm one of their uh, main photographers now. So yeah, okay, yeah, you out here, okay? Yeah, <laughs> all right. We see. I've been seeing the Instagram. I just like I said, I got to follow up more. Then I see you out here. Then I know you were shooting for them too. And like I said, I know yeah, you did the video came, for... that just came about. You know, my my, oh. my brother, um, Sax Appeal, and my sister Idea. You know, they 
they made it official that I'm, I'm one of their main photographers. So I, I appreciate that. I've been trying to get in that group for years, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, let me play the let me play the triangle. Let me the play symbol, something. <laughs> something. I could play spoons, nigga. Yeah. Put me in the game. Let me coach. just snap my <laughs> finger. Let me just snap. But yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, dope. Yeah, we'll, we'll actually be, look, I'm saying we because I am a part of the collective piece um, crew. So we'll be at uh, Soundboard tonight. They're, they're oh. They're headlining the show with uh, Anthony Hamilton, so yeah. I don't know how how soon this this is gonna air, but um, and then also this month they're gonna be playing with head opening the the show with Stokely. I said they're headlining the show with Anthony Hamilton, but they're opening okay. the show for Anthony Hamilton, and then they're opening for Stokely for Mint Condition. Tight. I believe that's on the tenth. That's the he was at, the lead, um, wasn't, he, wasn't he the lead singer? I forget what it's. Yeah, that's yeah, the lead okay. singer from Mick okay. Condition. Tight. And I think that's going to be at the Garden Theater, if I'm not mistaken. Killing the game. Yeah. That's why it's called the Lead yeah. Legendary Podcast. You lead and you be legendary. Yeah. Episode 15. Yeah. I don't know how soon I'm going to have it up. I'm going to try to get a couple more episodes in the bag just to kind of release them like back-to-back within weeks or whatever. So, mm-hmm. But then I know me, I changed my mind. I'm like, no, I want to have this up now. So... I'll, I'm going to definitely let you know <laughs> when I'm going to post it. With the photos. But, <laughs> but, yeah, man, I really, really, really appreciate you. And, you know, <clears throat> I've been rocking with you from day one. So um, I'm happy to see that you're doing other things as well. And, you know, and, you still, and you're doing a good job with fatherhood. And I'm, I've been watching that. So, you know. Much yeah. appreciated. Much appreciated. You know how we do. We out here with the content. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We got it. All right, man.